0: Alexandra, come here. Listen, have you seen Cindy? Cinderella.
1: Looks like someone has a crush. Cindy's back on the block? Oh, yeah, she's back.
0: She's back, and she's going hard. Merry Christmas, bitch. Woo! <laughs> I got some good news to tell you How about me and Chester. I know what it is. You're breaking up with him. Thank god. I'm going to be cheating on you like that. Wait, 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 wait. what? You, you didn't know? Mm. White light. Who is she? Her name starts with a D. Johnny. Desiree. Right. Destiny. You're making me lose my game. She's some white fish. Esther, she know me with real fish. Yeah, bitch like a real fish. Girl like vagina and everything. <laughs> girl, calm the fuck down, it's not that serious. I will go with you under one condition. You must promise me that there's not gonna be any drama. I promise, I promise. Look at me in my eyes and promise. I promise no drama, Alexandria. I'm the bitch. What did you do to her? Does your friend ever shut up? No, that bitch been talking ever since I met her. Why does he owe you money? We made a business transaction. You're not even hard yet. Fucking hard. That's hard. Chester. Since him.
1: Who's your man? Who's hot piece for you? Cindy. What do you see in him? Talk to me. We've been out of jail for 24 hours. She's already causing drama. She called the police. The cops are coming. Come on, girl. Out here it is all about our hustle. And that's it. This motherfucking girl thing.
0: hello welcome Hi. welcome to movie humpers i'm bob sham
1: i'm angela i feel like you always start it when i'm like drinking or eating or doing something awkward i often video. try to
0: time it like that but it just happened to happen like that this time the sounds you hear that are strange <laughs> are probably dogs i was gonna pick one of them up but they go limp when they know you're trying to pick. yeah them up. so movies are gay
1: movies are so gay
0: this movie is pretty gay.
1: This movie is definitely gay we, and wonderful. We've
0: seen this before, and I was really excited to revisit it because a lot of the other movies we're seeing are very new to us, you know, or it's been a long time. And...
1: It had been a little while for this one. We probably watched it fairly close to when it came out.
0: Yeah, 2015. It mm-hmm. came out in January 2015. And we definitely caught it sometime this year. It's also a Christmas movie. You can put this in the category at of offbeat Christmas movies, but it's Los Angeles. So it just looks like any other day, right? With the yeah. sunshine. And it's called, uh, it's the Sean Baker film, Tangerine.
1: Tangerine.
0: It's uh, produced by the Duplass, the Duplass, Duplass brothers. Yeah. Who uh, they've rejected this term, but they have often been centered around what is known as. Mumblecore, which is mm-hmm. kind of like indie, low-budget movies with a lot of um, heavy dialogue, acted themes. Maybe some things are impro- improvised.
1: This, I... You were sort of explaining Mumblecore to me because I've never really exactly known what it was. Mm. I've just heard the term a lot, and I thought it was more shoegazy.
0: I think You that, know, like... That, to, and then to yes. me,
1: this does not fit in that.
0: Well, to I, me. I think the style and the way characters interact mm-hmm. does... Okay. I think it, it.
1: It's very real and very conversational, but it also
0: does feel very different. And honestly, I haven't seen a lot of those Mumblecore movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a few. Yeah,
1: just a few. So. But
0: I mean, it really just bucks the trends because it's very much an LGBTQ movie mm-hmm. and very much about this aspect of Los Angeles. My favorite it's
1: a day in the life film.
0: But it's also like like if we. What is, what would be, where would you film this movie if you want to do an, a Nashville equivalent to Tangerine? Like Dickerson Pike up to oh, yeah. right when Goatsville is starting or up off Nolansville Road. Like, yeah, this is a Los Angeles that is both stereotypical and not one that is presented as much. And we yeah. live in Nashville, Tennessee. This is also a town that wants to present itself in a very specific way when it really encompasses a lot of very different things that no one really talks about that much. And Los Angeles has a similar problem. But I just love the look of the city. Like, if you shot this movie, it'd probably be in Madison, right? Sure, yeah. Our equivalent of it. The Nashville Tangerine. Yeah, yeah. But it's called Tangerine because of the colors of the sun set uh, during the times of the day. At least that's what I I read it. it, That's why it's called Tangerine. Okay, fair.
1: There is also a part where Alexandra gives our cab driver a air freshener Yeah, that could be an orange, could be a tangerine. Yeah, yeah. But I also thought about that too because, okay, so I haven't read anything about why it's called that, but I actually was made up my own reason of why it's called that, which like there's that, but then I also was thinking about it and I was like, you know, tangerine you might think is going to be an orange, but it's like cooler and different and better
0: or a sweeter
1: it's sweet yeah you know what i mean like it's like you might think you're looking at an orange but it's not it's not exactly what you think it is oh
0: that's kind of that's That's an interesting take on it
1: especially if you look at like a clementine versus a tangerine like they're very similar and you just don't know until you bite into it
0: so our three main characters in this movie are uh katana kiki rodriguez who plays cindy cindy uh maya taylor who plays alexandra and they are transgender sex workers yes and they're up on the streets and also there's a cabbie an armenian cabbie played by karen Karagulian.
1: he was great
0: he was great he's not as prominent like he doesn't have broad credits but he's out there
1: i forgot because it's been a while forgot about his storyline and it was the bits of him in the cab with his different Rides, Yeah, yeah. Loved so much. Very funny, too. It was so good to, like, see the way they react to him and how he reacted to them and things they might have assumed about him.
0: Yeah. I like the old man who's talking about his Cherokee history. Who,
1: like, seemed like he might be having a heart attack at one point. How do you say his name? Is it? Rosmick. Rosmick. He actually is like, are you okay, man? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then he's like, do you have any aspirin? Which means he's probably having a heart attack.
0: Uh, (laughs) Oh. Like, that's what... I didn't catch that.
1: Aspirin is like a thing you take when you like, aspirin can help you not have a heart attack. Like, some people have to take it all the time.
0: Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's another where he's like hauling around these two drunk ass white boys
1: who assume he's Mexican and
0: they vomit in this car. I I I love the like the casual assumptions about people's ethnicities mm-hmm. all throughout this movie. Yeah. There's a Korean woman in a donut shop that keep calling her mama san.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chester.
0: The way people are on the ground level with each other, everyone felt like they were on an even playing field in terms of this neighborhood and being on the streets and understanding. Mm-hmm. But while everyone was so deeply connected, they also like there's this, these little details about each other that they also didn't understand.
1: Because a lot of them are not listening exactly. to other That's people. That's it, right? They're just talking Cindy the most. Cindy is just doing what Cindy's doing, and she's not listening to any information coming at her. So, Cindy, this starts, it's kind of like a bookended. Shit. Uh-oh. Go
0: ahead. Don't mind it's me. It's kind of
1: bookended at this donut shop. Yeah. Right? Which is a, a real donut shop. They thank the donut shop in the... At the end, because the other thing about this film that we need to talk about is it's completely filmed on iPhone 5.
0: Yeah, three iPhone 5s. Yeah, and which all,
1: is amazing.
0: And they, and they utilize an $8 app to help it. shoot this. I think they did Final Cut Pro to deal with the contrasts and stuff like that.
1: It's very impressive. It's sort of one of those things where you cannot say that you cannot make a movie if you want to make a movie.
0: That's true, but I would say if people watch this movie and be like, and they say to themselves, "Oh, all I need is my phone to no, make it's a not, movie." No, 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 no. you ain't gonna make. I ma- don't mean that. You're. They're not gonna make this fucking movie. That is
1: not what I'm saying. But I am saying that if you really want to make a movie and you really have all the ingredients to make a movie, but maybe not the money, it is not impossible.
0: The thing that Sean Baker was clever enough to identify is that, and and apparently he does this with his other films too. He approaches people that are like not at the economic top of the ladder specific ethnicities specific marginalized groups whether it be marginalization through economics or race or sexuality and we kind of see all three all of, it. All of that in this movie that's that's the wisdom it's not just like oh i'm going to make a monster movie but it's going to be on an iphone there it's not like it's not a gimmick that's the difference anyone else who might try this it could I end up being a saying. gimmick but yeah. he's because he he's he's approaching very grounded subjects and like these areas that a lot of people don't don't think about or ignore or walk right by, but he's also utilizing a technology that is accessible mm-hmm. to everyone.
1: Yeah. It is
0: actually a brilliant approach to, to in, in so many ways, this may be one of the most modern movies we've ever seen. Absolutely, not just in like the culture of the the our leads, but in that the approach of using this technology that people use, like all these characters have phones, you know? So that connects them directly. It's, it's very much like a very human, very modern movie in that sense.
1: Yeah. So the basic story is that Cindy has been in jail for 28 days and this is her first day out. Her friend Alexandra and she are at the donut shop and immediately she's like, Where the fuck is Chester? That is her pimp pimp boyfriend. As you mentioned, Alexandra and Cindy are both transgender women. There's a lot of transgender women in this movie. Mm -hmm. And a lot of just women. A lot of sex workers. Chester is a pimp to a lot of these people. Alexandra does not appear to work for him. But she does her own thing. You know? But Cindy is, like, not only his bottom bitch or whatever, but she's also his girlfriend, apparently. And so she starts to say... I think she starts to tell Alexandra that they're engaged, but instead Alexandra goes, oh, you know about that girl he's been cheating on you with? And then it starts the drama that Ale- proceeds for the rest of the movie. And
0: Alexandra, that's the catalyst. Alexandra doesn't n- realize that she's telling her this for the first and she's time. she's like,
1: so glad she's like, oh, you're going to break up with him. I'm so glad that you're going to leave him. And then it's like, He's doing what? What is she?
0: Girl, she, she's some white fish. I don't know. Tessar's fucking She on me with real fish. Yeah, bitch, like a real fish. Girl, like vagina and everything. I've been gone for 28 fucking days. And you mean to tell me that he's been out here cheating on me with fish? Yeah. So Cindy is spend, spending most of the movie trying to look for the girl that he cheated on her with.
1: Yeah, because she decides at some point that She's not going to be mad at him. She's going to go get this girl who is trying to come up in her spot. It made me also think of my own private Idaho in the idea that, like, it doesn't, it's not cheating if it's being paid for. Yeah, that's. It's not cheating if it's a transaction, but so she's the only one who's supposed to be fucking him not for money
0: a lot of hustling she's the girlfriend a lot of hustling in our uh movies are gay oh, yeah. this month and we might get uh one more of like that too so
1: yeah we'll see. okay cool <laughs> so she's she's looking for this girl also alexandra is promoting this show that she has at 7 pm and also we're following our cab driver God, as he's make- going through his day we find out at a point that Rosmic and Alexandra like know each other and that then Rosmic has like a crush on Cindy and he gets real excited when he finds out Cindy's back in town. Well,
0: we see Rosmic pick up a girl. He does. And the girl oh, yeah. who plays this is apparently a porn star.
1: Yeah, she got her last name is Fox with 3x. Yeah,
0: yeah. When I saw this, like I I forgot most of the movie and I was like is she going to end up being a cop like she seemed really pretty. Yeah. But she's a a porn star. Mhm. So I'll have to do some research to make sure she is. Mm. I'll do that later. Okay. Purely research purposes. Oh,
1: yeah. You just want to see her other filmography. Right. So, totally fair. So he, I'm, a,
0: I'm a student of film.
1: He gets her in the car, and she's making him drive all these crazy places. So you do think something's up weird. But then you find out that what he wants to do is he wants to go down on a trans woman.
0: Yeah. He wants to suck her off while, while he, jacks he jacks off. off. But he finds out that it was actually he literally very pulls, funny.
1: He's like, take it out.
0: She's like pulling down her underwear." And he goes,
1: what is that? And she's like, it's What a the pussy. fuck is this? What like, the fuck is this?
0: And he's like, you were standing on the wrong block.
1: That block is not for you. That,
0: that is not your block.
1: He was like, give me my money. Get out of my car. Go somewhere else. You are in the wrong place. And yeah. I was like, this guy. I don't know why, but I loved him for that. Like, he straight up was like, Girl. Go somewhere else. You're in the wrong spot. Yeah. What are you doing? So
0: he does end up getting off with Alexandra later, who he's like friends with. This
1: is what's great. He pulls up and he's like, Alexandra. And she's like, Rosmick. Or is that my saying his name Roz, right? Rosmick. Rosmick. And he, he, she's like, you are such a sight for sore eyes. And he's like, I got some money for you, girl. It's no problem. And then they go to, and she, they go to what she calls their spot. She's like, uh-huh. this has become our spot. And I actually love this scene because they go into the car wash and in the time of the it shows the full car wash from like when they go in until the guys are wiping off the screen and he goes down on her and jacks himself off during this car wash scene and i don't i thought it was pretty fantastic yeah yeah actually like the visual of it it looked so good it was so interesting and then yeah like there's this moment where they realize like oh the guys are going to wipe off the windshield so he like sits up yeah i don't know if anybody finished you noticed
0: it was like slightly like you can tell, he pops up when oh, you yeah. start to see people, so people know. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, people know. fucking knew. But like, I don't even know if anybody finished. It was just the act that he needed
0: to yeah. do.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. And then she invites him to come to the show, and he's like, "Is Cindy gonna be there?"
0: And Cindy's she's wandering all over the neighborhoods. So whenever Cindy like, she kind of chill. Like we see her just chilling at a bus stop, and we see all these people getting off the bus, and so she's just sitting there, and it's just the agitation of her own impatience. Mm -hmm. And when she's trying to like settle into her brain and not be mad about her pimp boyfriend cheating on her, then she goes like, fuck Fuck it. it. And then this music just hits and it's spiced with all this electronic music. That is, like, very up and down I, in terms of, like, what you like and what you don't like. Sure, But sure. it definitely fits in the movie. It, did. And it And the way it frames around Cindy particularly is very much... Uh, and th- this is their first...
1: Was, I thought it was great.
0: Cindy and Alexandra, they were... This is their first feature movie.
1: They were so... I love them both. They were, I thought they were so good and, like, natural and real and I, believable. The
0: director found them because he was talking to transgender people and sex workers about their lives. Oh sure, it's like And so they found them at an LGBT community center or something like that mm-hmm. and they were dead on perfect. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't you couldn't do that any better than oh, they no. did it. Oh no. I mean uh, uh, Alexandra looked very familiar to me, uh more so than Cindy. I thought maybe Alexandra had been around a bit, maybe I'd seen her somewhere else. Maybe. After, but but yeah, this is their first film.
1: Very impressive. I mean, I really, Cindy was phenomenal. She she did. She played those, like, quiet moments and then those, like, insane moments. She's literally running around town yelling at everyone. For a while, Alexandra's trying to help her find Chester, but Cindy gets too crazy, and Alexandra's like, I cannot deal with this drama. Yeah. Like, you are being too much. Something bad is going to happen. I cannot be with you.
0: Well, eventually, Cindy does find, tracks her down at this little... Dinah. Dinah in this like strip mall brothel room where this lady's just kind of like running this shit
1: there is like someone on the bed there is someone in the back room there's someone on the toilet there's someone in the shower i think there's someone in the closet like it's couples everywhere fucking mm-hmm. and yeah she pulls dinah out of the shower i think yeah yeah there's an insane scene though that there just keeps being more and more people and in she's tiny, dragging
0: dinah across west hollywood loses her shoe trying to find chester hitting her dinah's like kind of going along with it and she realized she's going to be late for alexandra's show and she drags dinah with her and uh before they go on they're going in the bathroom they're smoking their shit but there's also like this is what i'm talking about with like their world this dinah did sleep with Chester, but Dinah doesn't give a fuck. She's, she's, she, she's a working He's girl her
1: pimp too.
0: Yeah. It's like big fucking deal to her. Right. Yeah. And like, she's like making fun of Cindy was- for calling herself his girlfriend. I was like, Are you, are you ridiculous? You're, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to, you're going to marry this guy. She's
1: like, I've never had a pimp. I didn't, who didn't fuck me, but that's just what happened. But also
0: Dinah had some shit to smoke. So they're in the bathroom and there's actually this very nice scene where Cindy wipes Dinah's face, her, her, uh, her eye, her mascara's run and she cleans her up and does her lips. And like, she's mad at her, but she like, but it's just the sense of they kind of have a very similar occupation so there is like this kinship they're, yeah they're they're at each other's throats but it's almost like a family in the sense that you know we'll take care of each other when our backs are against the wall or when it comes down to it.
1: Well, and Dinah, like the thing is like, they did smoke that shit together, but like Dinah didn't have to tell her she had it. Like they were getting ready for the show. And she was like, like, it's kind of like an olive branch. Like, it's like, we can, we can be friendly here. And
0: Cindy gets to where she thinks she wants to be and settles in the environment or with the people that she thinks she's mad at she starts to just naturally simmer down mm-hmm. and we see that when she eventually does encounter chester later but alexandra does her little show which i want just... to
1: talk about this yeah so alexandra is waiting is waiting her friends are not showing up she's invited everyone that she knows literally no one is there it is like 7 30 and they're supposed to be there at 7 and the guy at the door is like sweetie you're gonna have to wait till next year like, I don't know if he meant January or if he meant next Christmas. Like, it was un- unclear.
0: Yeah. And
1: and basically, she's been looking forward to this so much. And you can tell that she's, like, so hurt. And then Cindy does show up, and she's like, my friends are here. And so they go and get ready, and she goes on stage. And it is not a drag performance. And at some point, someone says drag show, and she's like, I am not a drag queen. Right. Because she is they a transgender woman who is a singer. And so she looks beautiful and she's sitting in this red dress on this stool and she sings toyland and i thought it was beautiful Mm -hmm. like it was not perfect but it was so like heartfelt i don't know i really thought it was lovely and it was the entire song yeah and she sang the whole thing. And Cindy was just staring at her, like, in love.
0: Yeah, she's, like, proud of her. So
1: proud. She's, like, telling people to clap when it's over. <laughs> it so sweet. During this time, too, our cabbie has gone home. Yeah. For Christmas dinner.
0: We, we discover he has a wife and kids.
1: And his, like, mother in law uh, you know, there. Some yeah. other elder... Ladies, they're all speaking Armenian. We can't no know sub- what they're saying. Th- we don't
0: purposely. We're not shown the subtitles to what they are saying. But you get what happening. You know what they're saying. And
1: then he eventually says, "I gotta go." I don't know what he tells them if he says he's going back to work or what. But he leaves Christmas dinner, leaves the baby to go to this show.
0: But he's also, like, he he wants to go support, like, Alexandra is his his friend, but he also is looking for Cindy. He's
1: looking for Cindy. He's been thinking about her for a month. They all kind of end up, after the show is over, he shows up late, he's not there, so then he's driving around looking for them. And they all have ended up at the donut shop, because that's where Chester does his business. Yeah. So.
0: Chester looks like the kind of guy I was smoking weed with in, like, two thousand. Sure, sure,
1: sure sure 100 it's like he
0: sold me some he's got like a little bags. face
1: tattoo he's yeah, got like yeah. a like a big starter jacket on he's like a skinny little white dude well i don't
0: think it was a starter jacket but yes but that an oversized, style, that he, i mean yeah
1: i guess i was thinking of when we were teenagers sure, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> starter jacket but you know so so yeah so they go in there and this whole thing happens where cindy comes in first and she's like talking to him all sweet like she has the girls hide outside and asking did he get her a christmas present why didn't he come pick her up and all this and he's trying to be like sweet to her or whatever and he's like well you're here now i'll take you to dinner tomorrow And she's like oh, i got you a present and she brings in miss dinah yeah yeah who immediately it and then it immediately the screaming starts and alexandra is just like sitting in the booth like watching the whole thing like y'all are ridiculous uh mama-san
0: is the korean keep donut telling them cop. to shut the fuck yeah, up or yeah, she's gonna or, call or the cops out, yeah. she
1: threatens to call the cops for like, for like 20 minutes. minutes yeah <laughs> it's insane and there are other people in the donut place but yeah they're just yelling cindy's yelling about how you're gonna fuck this girl it comes out at that point that they're engaged
0: Dinah's like ragging on chester like uh, like she doesn't say gay but she's like you're full gay i thought you were a little gay i didn't know you were full but gay. you're gonna
1: marry her so yeah, yeah but she didn't say gay. gay
0: but they yeah. said it like how they're gonna say it in the street. You
1: yeah, know? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And like that's kind of also my favorite part. Of, like I know these the words you hear and what they say to each other. I mean, they're they're not things you should respectfully call anyone, right? But there is almost this weird understanding when they say all this shit to each other. Yes, and like the things that people are—they're not really—they're all—they're all in this mix together, mm-hmm. and so they're not like offended by. They're offended by by. Matters of the heart, but yeah. not what their other people are calling them because they don't give a shit. Right?
1: No, they don't care
0: So, uh, Rosmik's mother-in-law, we see her interrogating Rosmik's wife after he's gone and then she she calls a cabbie another Armenian cabbie and basically talks him into uh Trying to contact and find Rosmik and make sure to see if he's actually on duty. She finds out he's not on duty I think she thinks that he's on drugs that's what yes, she thinks the she thinks scenario he's doing is. Drugs. So she pays the cabbie to go go find Rosmick. And they kind of narrow it down very easy because they all know each other. And this the mother in law is being a pretty good detective here. Like we say, they're we only, they're saying. we only speak Armenian, but I'm 99% sure that everything I just said is exactly yeah, what they were talking totally. about. You know, uh, I remember when I was younger, my mother lived in Chicago and she lived in this. My mother and stepfather lived in this little one-bedroom apartment. I would sleep on the couch, and she lived across the way from this old lady who spoke Spanish. My mother doesn't speak a lick of Spanish, but she would come every day come out and, like, just talk to this lady, and they would communicate. The lady's just speaking Spanish. My mother, like, grew up, she was, grew up in Tennessee. Yeah. She has no idea what she's saying, but she would have these complete conversations. But somehow I knew that they understood each other even after all this, all these years, I, I still think about that. Yeah. But, uh, but I guess it's just like this, just the communication of kindness. And, uh, and, uh, the mother-in-law is interrogating this, the communication of like outrage and anger. Yeah. And obviously Rosmick had to go out suddenly on Christmas Eve. So you know why she's fucking pissed. Yeah. And, um, so Rosmick finds them at the donut shop.
1: Or she finds Rosmick at the door. And dump. then she finds oh, yeah, Rosmick right, following. But, yeah. And so he comes in and he's like trying to talk to Cindy and then she gets there pretty close after him. Yeah. And that's the, the mother-in-law point where
0: calls Rosmick's wife.
1: wife and says, get your eyes. She down grabs here. the kid.
0: She knows exactly where they go straight to hometown donuts. And so this this whole big jumbled conflict.
1: And there's this one part where I don't know if it's the mother in law or the wife, but literally he says something to alexandra or something he says their name he says one of their names and they literally are like you know their names like you are friends with these people because yes. he's trying to be like oh no 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 and then cindy at one point is like to the wife trying to make a point yeah she's like do you think i mean if he fucks me for money like is that cheating like do you think that's cheating you don't think that's cheating that's, do you that's she's like trying to make her own point because she's not Taking stock of what's happening. She
0: doesn't... They're, like, in two different worlds here. They're not that far removed. No. But, like, her code is different than mother-in-law's code. Mother-in-law thinks he's doing drugs... And he's actually like, you know, picking up transgender women.
1: Oh, and then, and then, and then he's like, tell her I'm not doing drugs. She thinks I'm doing drugs. And Chester's <laughs> like, oh, he didn't do drugs. He doesn't buy my drugs. But he fucks my girls. Yeah, he
0: fucks all my girls. He fucks my girls. <laughs> she's and like, oh, it, my God. he was God. like, not
1: better. Like, it just, and then, yeah, the wife's there, and there's but, just so much but anger. Rosmic's
0: wife, when she arrives, she's like, real spun around, but she's like, she gets upset at the mother in law, and she basically tells her, to, like, Just mind your own business. You're making this worse. I know this isn't good. But you're making this but why worse. why are
1: you in the middle of it?
0: So they all leave. And while, and all, as all this conflict goes around, like, the Chester the pimp and Dinah are, like, smoking that shit outside the building. Oh, like... yeah.
1: Well, Cindy ends up out there with them, too. Yeah, yeah. I think. Because this whole time, it's like Dinah's getting a free show. Because yeah. she's just cackling and everything is hilarious to her. And Alexandra is just, like, kind of disgusted by the whole situation. And then,
0: ch- so, the Armenian family leave. Yep. And...
1: Oh and then Mama San's like I called the cops. Yeah,
0: so they're outside. They
1: just go out to the parking lot though. And Chester
0: realizes that Cindy found out that he cheated on her through Alexandra. And then he's like, "Wait, you're the reason all this is happening?" And then he reveals that he fucked Alexandra while she while Cindy was locked up. So Cindy's fucking obviously oh, pissed. This was Cindy's walking off, Alexandra's following. We see them go. Oh, Cindy is like, get the fuck away from me. I'm going to make my fucking money. I'm going to go home, wherever that is. Cindy approaches a car, a car honks, and, and it's not, it's not a John. It's like some assholes. They throw a cup of piss on her and call her slurs and drive off. So she is covered in piss.
1: And Alexandra's still there, so Alexandra runs to her and is like, "I'm going to take. We're going to take care of this."
0: And they go, and she gets her cleaned up.
1: They go to the laundromat,
0: but she's got her hair. The piss is in her hair. It's got to come off. She doesn't, doesn't. want
1: to take it off.
0: So when they're sitting in the laundromat after they took her clothes off, Alexandra takes her hair off and gives it to Cindy. I feel like I'm going to cry. Yeah, it's a genuinely touching scene.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah.
0: And so you know, and then
1: she's like. looks better on you
0: yeah and we also see um a brief moment of dinah going back to go work at the brothel. Oh, yeah. And the lady's like, you're spots full. I didn't know you were going to come back, so you can just wait out here. I don't know. For...
1: So she's sitting on the stoop and her no shoes on. Dinah
0: also, it's, it just also shows that Dinah specifically has her own issues. She seemed very catty sometimes. You felt sorry for her sometimes. But she's also, she's addicted to some shit. She's out on the street sex working. And when you can't even rely on that. Like, where do you do? Where do you go? And then we see Rosmick just sitting by his fucking Christmas tree. His wife maybe took that kid somewhere. We don't know. He's just sitting there alone on Christmas Eve. At the end, the most positive thing is the the post-piss cup throw where we see Alexandra and Cindy backing each other up.
1: You know they're going to be okay because, you know, Alexandra gives Cindy her wig and then... Cindy does smile at her and then she reaches over and grabs her hand. Mm -hmm. And it's truly one of those moments where it's like, Chester's just a fucking dick. Yeah. And this is her family. Yeah. Like they are family. And it hurt her more that they fucked once than that he fucked Dinah or anybody else that he could have. Like that was the part. That was the part where it felt like Cindy's heart broke when she turned around to Alexandra and was like, you two deserve each other. Yeah, and then was like, "Don't talk to me anymore." Like it was because she was so hurt. But then at the end, when she realized, like, "Oh, you're my family."
0: But yeah, that's that movie, Tangerine, and yeah. and like I said before, like if you're watching this movie and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna make my fucking uh, rom com," you know, I'm gonna make my own movie out of iPhones. You're not gonna, no way. you're not gonna do it this good. No, you are not. I promise you. Sean Baker really keyed into something very specific here. And like, it was just kismet the way it all worked and the approach he took. Mm-hmm. It's, it this movie can almost trick you into thinking that like anyone could kind of do this, but if, but that's not the lesson you take. This is, this movie is actually a- exceptional Yes, in its approach and its subject matter and how things are presented and the way they communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of just casual dialogue and that is all... Very, very funny. This movie is a comedy.
1: It's hilarious. And And so sad at the moment.
0: Nothing like it. Yeah. Even as queer cinema grows and grows and grows, and we're seeing more and more of it, and becomes this ever-expanding world, this particular movie, even going into the future, I think will stand out in a very special way. Yeah. You just never come across anything that feels this realistic. So we're going to hump Tangerine. Oh, yeah. You're going to go one through five. I'm going to go one through five.
1: The question is just, how high do I go?
0: Well, that's up to you. I support your decision no matter what.
1: I think this is a 4.75. Okay. Purely for the realness and the uniqueness. There really is nothing, nothing like There's nothing like this. There's nothing like this. And the fact that these women had not done anything like this before, and they were so fucking strong. Mm-hmm. So strong.
0: It, it does feel like, it, like everything just came down in the right place. Perfect way.
1: And every small part was so good. Even the girl with the birthday present who was in the cab after the guys puked in it, you knew how bad that cab smelled. You know, like mm-hmm. she, it was so many perfect moments.
0: Yeah. And this is almost, and again, this is almost purely a comedy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to give it 4.5. So that brings it to a, a 9.25. Mm-hmm. The question is, is it better than Out of the Past? Because it ties with Out of the Past. Out of the Past is kind of a cornerstone for that noir genre. Yeah. There is a... I I would almost kind of put them on par with each other. Yeah. Like, it's hard to say that one is better than the other. Yeah. Because they both kind of like...
1: Groundbreaking. Yes. Uh, What's under Out of the Past?
0: uh, My Own Private Idaho. So it's above that.
1: It's above that. I think you can put it between.
0: Okay. And look... All, all A's are good, are all great. All A's
1: are great, yeah. All
0: S's are perfect. Just call it perfect. It don't matter. We just do this because we love lists.
1: We love lists, and this list and, is going to be so and, long
0: and, one day. And, and, we, and that's just how we like to put a button on it. It doesn't matter, folks. I have to say this. I, feel like, I do feel like the need to say this over and over again. The movies you watch are your score. It doesn't yeah. have to be our score.
1: Totally. Disagree with us. We don't care.
0: Yeah, and if you do disagree with us... I want you to um, keep it to yourself. No, I'm kidding.
1: Tell us why we're wrong.
0: And maybe I'll read it, and maybe I never will. If y'all want to rate movies yourself, this is how you do it. You can't just do it by yourself. You need to find another person.
1: Yeah, you have to have a score out of 10.
0: You have to have your one out of five, and they have to do their one out of five. So if you have a favorite movie, and you're like, I give it a five, and the other person's like, I think it's the worst movie ever made and they give it a zero then that movie's a five out of Mm ten so you know you have to trust your movie reviewing partner here okay i just said don't take it seriously but you got to take it seriously yeah all right it's not that big a deal it is a big deal all right here it is here's the list tangerine by sean baker essentially on par uh with out of the past we're considering it so it's like our number two a tier movie And this movie is very well regarded. It has a lot of acclaim. We're not alone in that. But we might even then be a little higher than a lot of ratings that I've seen. It's like I think a lot lingers around eight. I mean, eight's a fantastic score. Yes. But we we went just over nine. And I think it I think it deserves it. I think it's a special movie.
1: I think that we have a greater appreciation for something that feels more realistic. Then maybe your average movie viewer might. Like, some people could look at this and feel like it's a little rough, but the parts that some people might think are rough is what makes this so good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, yeah, and maybe if you live in a part of town that has Hot Dotties and Pink Berries, though, Chester uh, brought up Pink Berry, tries to pink dude, I'm gonna get get you, you, hook him up some Pink <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it. Struggle is very real, but also... Very funny at the same time. So that's tangerine. It's fucking good. So for more information about us, check the show notes under our videos, under our podcast for links on where to find us. And uh
1: death to all traders.
0: Death to all traders.